0: Hey there, you're listening to the Steve Schramm Show. I'm your host, Steve Schramm, and I want to do something if you're a regular listener that's a little bit different this time. There's no intro music. There's not going to be any outro music. I just want to take a few moments to share something with you that I was recently privileged to share at the homegoing service for my grandmother. My grandmother passed away on Friday, May 10th. 2019 and i was asked to speak at her funeral the following wednesday so i put together a few words that i'd like to share with you now and i hope they'll be a blessing to you and we'll return to our regular way of doing things next week but i want to keep this week very different very special and very succinct in honor of my grandmother norma fitting you know these are powerful words in christ there are no goodbyes And in Christ, there is no end. So I'll hold on to Jesus with all that I have to see you again. And I close my eyes and I see your face. If home's where my heart is, then I am out of place. Lord, won't you give me strength to make it through somehow? I've never been more homesick than now. These are the words of a Christian song simply called Homesick, one of my favorites. The hope we have in Jesus is really beautiful and unmatched. I often ask myself how people live without it, and I can't imagine how they do. Now, I'm glad for the hope we have in Christ, of course, and the confidence that we can have and that we do have about the life that my mom is enjoying now. But what can we learn from the life and legacy of someone who lived this life sold out for Jesus? Here are four simple things I wrote down. Now, when one thinks about my grandmother, probably the first word that comes to mind is not power, but I want to argue that my mom was a very, very powerful woman in at least four ways. First of all, she showed me The power of devotion. The power of devotion. Mama loved the Lord with all of her heart. Her life was marked by her service and devotion to God, the things of God, and the people of God around her. She loved her husband. She loved her church. She loved her family. But it was her love for God that enabled her to love these other things so deeply. She understood that love for others can only really be understood in the context of God's love for us. She instilled this devotion within me. Though I rarely live up to the precedent set by her example. Quite often, I remember her speaking wisdom and truth into my life. She'd say something like, Whatever you do, always make sure to put the Lord first. If you do that, He'll take care of you. And He'll take care of the rest. Uh, Of course, Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things... Shall be added unto you. So, if I could give you just one spiritual takeaway, just one piece of advice to take from my my mom's example, it would be to live a life that simply puts Christ first. If seeking God's glory and God's will is your primary focus, the rest, I can assure you, will fall right into place. Secondly, the power of prayer. The devotion of my spiritual life carried over into her prayer life. Though I wouldn't trade my life and or my experiences for anything, it's true that I wish I had gotten to spend more time with my mom during her last 10 to 15 years. She would have no doubt had an even greater spiritual influence on my life had I been closer at the same time i know she spent much time in prayer for me she told me and frankly i could feel it without a grandmother who knew how to appeal to god i don't know where i'd be would i've raised been raised in a christian home would i have a love for gospel music would i have gotten to travel in full time gospel music ministry would i have met my wife who I met while traveling in full-time gospel music ministry. Yes, I left with the pastor's daughter's phone number. Would I have three beautiful little boys? Would I have accepted the call to preach? Would I have been called to preach in the first place? You know, I believe in a sovereign God, but I believe in a sovereign God who anticipates and answers the meaningful prayers of his people. I can only conclude that much of the good in my life is the result of her fervent and unceasing prayer life. Third, the power of diligence, the power of diligence. If one thing is certain, it's that my mom was not scared of a little hard work. In Ecclesiastes 9.10, King Solomon writes this, whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy mind, for there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whither thou goest. My mom understood something very important about the Christian life. Being a Christian is not a Sunday thing. It's an everyday thing, and it shows up in every area of our lives. It's a worldview, a way of looking at the world which informs everything we do. Right down to the most minute task. She had limitations that would leave many today completely helpless, but not Mama. My, my papa was a hard worker, to be sure, but she didn't leave him to do all the dirty work. She was legally blind, yet she knew her way around her house and her property and could always be seen working in the garden, picking up sticks or leaves hanging clothes on the line, walking up and down the basement doing laundry, etc. She never even had a driver's license, and yet she could navigate Philly to get to various doctor appointments with skill that would make a Boy Scout blush. And anytime friends came over, you could be sure they'd be offered plenty to eat and drink. Over and over and over and over again. One of my favorite memories growing up There at Open Bible Baptist Church and Victory Christian School was Holiday House, where my mom helped sell antiques and other goods at what they called the second time around. My mom loved to serve in any and every way possible. She was diligent for the Lord. I only pray that I learned to approach every opportunity as an opportunity to serve the Lord in the same way she did. Fourth and finally, The power of encouragement. Last, but certainly not least, my mom taught me the power of encouragement and being an encourager. Every time I spoke with her, I tried to be a blessing and encouragement to her. And yet, it seems that I was the one who always left encouraged. As you should understand by now, my mom knew what was important. She knew that unless something was done to and for the glory of God, it wasn't done in the right way or in the right spirit. So she always encouraged others to use their gifts and talents for the Lord. She let people know she was praying for them. She offered her help and extended her hand to those who needed it. I often think of how surprised some will be on Judgment Day. Some who worked and worked and worked without understanding the grace of God. And desiring only the praise of men will hear, I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity, Matthew 7.22. And then there will be some devoted saints of God, like Mama Norma Fitting, who will receive more crowns to cast at the feet of Jesus than some of the most well-known preachers and evangelists of days gone by. Her life will be eternally marked and defined by those most desirable words, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Matthew 25, 21. A Christian poet and illustrator named Dan Aletha penned a beautiful poem after the passing of a dear co-worker and ministry partner. It so beautifully captures what I want to express and etch into the memory of all who remember my mom. Today, I look up to the sky with a smile and some tears. A friend has gone to a place on high with no more sickness, pain, or fears. Lord, heal the pain as we miss our friend. We're glad her pain is gone. May the memories of her life not end and her testimony carry on. And what a testimony she had, by the way. Thank you, Jesus, that in this sorrow is found fantastic celebration. We will see our friend again tomorrow because of the gift of your salvation. One day I'll go to that perfect place with loved ones there to find, this time with a smile upon my face, but the tears will be left behind. So in conclusion, I want to say to the one who would begin to feel sorry for her, Don't. She can see again. She is fellowshipping with friends and loved ones who've already breached eternity. But more than anything, her faith in Christ has become sight, and she's experiencing Jesus face to face. Our grief may continue for days, for weeks, for months, but because of the hope of Christ, goodbye is not forever. If you don't know the Jesus Mum knew, she'd loved nothing more than for you to meet him today. Don't wait a moment longer. Run to Jesus and live in the power of devotion, prayer, diligence, and encouragement. The example of Mum's life is a gift to you, to me, and to all who knew her. Let's take care not to waste something so precious.